it's weird. It's different when we do it like this. Right? It is actually. Like a I know. Vibe. It is you're a like, different vibe. Usually you sit down and then you're like, oh, okay, like, here we go. What's up, dude? Hey, haven't talked to you in a week. Yeah, man. What's going on? I know, right? It is a little bit different. Yeah, we've, also, we've been talking for a day straight. Correct. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. We've already caught up. It's just going to be all that more We forced. should just record everything we walk around and do. That's That's true. We learned. We learned last night watching that thing. The, the outside world is the There's nothing wrong with like being that person who talks in class. There's a specific type of person though that's just like the uh, uh, that guy. You yeah. Know, it causes the whole room to start to be like, oh, Jesus. Like, I used to, dude, I used to answer all the time in athletic injuries, but you can you can credit to this. I would literally sit and wait, and nobody would say anything, and it would be dead silent. And you'd be like, uh. It's this. And you'd be like, nah, wrong. It's actually that. And I'd be like, word, all right. Okay. Now I'm I know. Yeah. And I'd remember shit, though, to be fair. It's because college is stupid, because college is just high school plus. That's basically what it is. Because everybody is still, like, worried about, like, what a like embarrassment. It's fucking true, dude. This whole room. Meanwhile, we're all paying to be there to learn, so it's like... Or you could be me, who is just like, I don't know any of the answers. And then you'd say something, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah you're smart. You're great. Some of them. <laughs> that was my thing. I know some of this shit. Are you Gucci? I'm good to go, bro. You're Gucci? Then right, lead man, us well, it's, in. It's 2.31 p.m. Sunday, July 18th. Welcome to episode 42 of the Fucking A podcast. I am so glad to be joined in person. <laughs> in person this Live episode. Live and in the flesh. Live and in the flesh. I am your host, Slurms McKenzie, and I am joined by my good friend here with a wacky, waving, inflatable, <laughs> arm-flailing tube man. How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm good, man. Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the pad. Even though you've been here for about a day, a day now, yep. um, I've, I've already absorbed. I've been here before too, so I know you have, you have, and and the the different vibes here is obviously because we. It we, is so different, actually. It is very different. It is so different. It's very different. It, but I like it. it. It's good, weird. different. It's good, different. It just takes some getting used to, right? It's like the human condition. We we are so used to our. Zoom setup, but no Zoom, no Zoom a room today, buddy. No Mazda threes. No, not up in here. We are we are live and in person for the second time, the second recording we've done. Forty two like episodes and we've done two in person. Forty have been over Zoom. And maybe hey, one day it might be the opposite, and we'll like have to do Zoom again, and we'll be really confused and awkward and uncomfortable. I and fucking like, hate this. What this fucking yeah, weird, stumbling bro. over each other every five seconds. Like, hey, oh, what were you saying? So no. Oh, oh, I was going to say, oh, oh, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, all the fucking time. That slight 
kind of hint of a delay sometimes just fucks up the natural flow of conversation. Yeah, so the, especially when there's well, especially like a days when that slight delay is like two seconds, oh and then every time you start talking, it's like I'm responding to you like slightly in the past. The red bars of doom. You see that connection go down. <laughs> People that play video games and shit know what it is. You see yeah. that shit is terrifying. Ping your fucking Wi-Fi or whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is episode forty-two. Uh, we are in person. Um, sitting in the same room, doing this, doing this like real podcasting people do. I think this is what regular. I think this is what it's do. supposed to be like. This is yes, podcasting <laughs> as our Lord intended yes, it to be. Yes, in person across the Jobless. room. Um, now, of course, I am. This is now my first, my first unremarkable day of my thirties. I would say, having turned thirty yesterday happy belated birthday thank you thank you i expect nothing but happy birthday wishes from all of our listeners to be personally emailed to me which you know waiting come on tag dance specifically <laughs> happy F-N- fucking birthday you old fneh podcast at gmail.com <laughs> 30 years know. old how does it how do you feel what is different from um, 29 to 30 uh the the general existential dread that i have has came and went quickly like okay this week was mostly like oh fuck here we go and then and then friday night the night before my birthday like when the clock hit midnight i was like all right i guess this is it now it's exactly the same as it was five minutes ago (laughs) but somehow it's different i don't Uh, get it yeah it's just a fucking number right it is just a number but i think the dread is inescapable you 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 you're gonna get it one way or the other. You in five months are gonna get it too. Oh, trust me, I'm already there. You're you're I'm gonna be very there. close. It's it's making me be like, all right, I gotta do adult shit. Like no more excuse stuff. Like I'm turning thirty. Like I gotta I gotta get my like RSPs yeah. in line. And it's shit <laughs> like that. It's time to turn all the things that are childish. It's time to it's time to be condescending towards yourself. And just, it's time you know. to be the age that when I was a kid, I went, ha that guy's old. And now that I'm 30, I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck, man? I'm not old. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. the exact fucking same. I'm yeah. a little bit more sore when I sit for too long or something. But other than that. Yeah. Yeah. When I eat a Big Mac, like I can almost see myself ballooning up. How in does the Joey eat 32 of those bad boys in 38 How's minutes? How does Joey Chestnut eat 32? I... How does he, I, I feel you. I get bloated from the sodium. How does he stay? In, how is he so skinny? Because he's probably bulimic behind the scenes. Like you think he does? No, that's got to be a rule. We've we've talked about this before. It's got to be a rule. Joey Chestnut cannot purge seventy-two hot dogs after. There's got to be a rule. Maybe you just have to keep it down for the ten minutes, though. Or maybe he just sustains himself off those calories for like a week and a half. Just doesn't eat. He just does a competition, and then it's like I will eat in ten days. Is he bald? I don't, yeah. I wonder if he's a hermetic monk, like in the side. Like he, and he's just like his craft is. He just eat. controls his body. Yeah. He's just like those self-immolating guys, except he just self so he eats 73 or 76 hot dogs or whatever, and then just meditates for a week and just like converts it into energy or whatever the yeah, fuck. Like, I don't know. Because you're right, dude. Like, I eat one Big Mac now, and like the sodium in me, I'm like, fuck, man. Like. Yeah. We ate Wendy's last night at midnight, and I was like, uh, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, I, ate, I got a bite into my sandwich and went, this was a mistake. <laughs> and it was your idea. I know, I know. It was know. your idea. You I saw know. Wendy's advertising worked on you, and you were like, uh, I want to go get a Wendy's burger like as soon as this game's over. I was like, all right, let's do it. No, nah, didn't work out. Good basketball game, too, for anybody to check that out. NBA Finals getting pretty interesting here. We've been enjoying yeah. ourselves. Won't go too into depth this in is, that. This but is uh, episode one of our sports podcast. Yeah. No, I won't. I don't want to do that. We're going to do that. I'm telling you, the whole the whole empire is going to be 
sort of thematic. So so we'll do a sports podcast. We'll call it fucking sports. Fucking sports. Uh, we want the AI. We're going to do the AI written one. We'll, we'll do a romance fuck. one just called fucking. Fuck. <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, yes. I see. I see. I see you're on board. I see. I'm, I'm all right. All right. I, like, I like the fact that you're actually on board with this. Um, episode 42. Um, you know, this is this is impressive. 42 episodes. We're on our way to 50. You've do, we're, we're almost to a year. 50 is the year mark right? It's a very like uh, a very reflective time, right? You know, turning 30 makes you think about things and, you know, a year of podcasting, a decade of friendship. It is a decade. Over a decade. Over, actually, yeah, it is over, over a decade. Over a decade. Yeah, Ten years first ago, year I was, was 20. I was 19 when we went to college. Oh, big brain. I was oh, 18. Galaxy brain here. I was 18. We're approaching bro. an 11th year of friendship. Just Man, to think. that's fucking cool. But also think, missed opportunities. We could be in like year 12 of our podcast. You wouldn't want to listen to fucking years one to five of that podcast. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, fuck. Angsty. Fucking. Really poorly edgy jokes. Oh, yeah. Thinking you're smarter than you are. Oh, yeah. Just just total. It would be it would have been nothing but uh, absolutely awful comedy. Actually, no. To be fair, to be fair, I think overall I, I was I thought I was smarter than I was in high school. And then I went to university the first year and then I realized just how fucking dumb I was compared to everybody else. So I kind of humbled me pretty quick. So that's true. I don't know how arrogant I was in regards to that. At that point, I was getting that's, a little bit better, but that's probably one of the most valuable things about doing anything after you get out of high school is being around people that you're like, oh, I'm not half as smart as I think I am. Fuck, dude. And then not being an asshole about it. Like, you know, like... Yeah, guys like fucking Dave who are just like stoned out of their mind, can't even look straight, their eyes are fucking crossed and bloodshot, laying in bed on his back, scrolling through notes, barely even reading, and bopping 97s on like like intro. Yeah, the highest grade in the entire class, and he literally has no idea where he is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's fucking impressive, dog. Some people just just got it, but you know what what we got? What do we have? We got this. We We got got the mic. We got the fucking, the energy. Two mics. The energy that brings it all together into a, a synergistic blend of common Mikes, podcasting we swing goodness. Like swords. Now, there's something I was thinking about a little bit. Um, as obviously turning 30, you, you feel old as fuck, and everybody tells you you're old as fuck. No offense to people who are older than 30. Um, you're old as fuck, but no. <laughs> but there was uh, a couple of commercials I saw lately that made me feel old, and also at the same time made me think you can pay any amount of money to do anything. Have you seen the Uber Eats commercial? Which one? With with uh, uh, Mike Myers and uh, Dana Carvey in Wayne's World. It's them as their characters for an Uber Eats commercial. No, I okay, haven't well, seen that Okay, well, first of all, one. like, when was the last time you saw Mike Myers anywhere? Like, I wa- uh, Oh, I just watched Glorious Bastards, and I was like, what the fuck? Is that Mike Myers? And he's randomly in it. Yeah, but, like, it, that's, uh, before that, it was like the I Kanye West you. Hurricane Katrina yeah, thing. Yeah, that's like, the last thing I would say. I 2006. Think of, yeah, like, sure. He hasn't been in anything. But apparently Uber Eats managed to get him out and Dana Carver out, who also has not been like doing anything, has done very minimal work for years. But Uber Eats can get them to play their Wayne's World characters and be like, oh, wow, just ordered in, dude. How much? Like, how much? Yeah, how much did you pay them? And the price, other one, Michael? the other commercial I saw was, um, I feel like it was, I don't remember who it was for. I feel like it was for like a cookie or something. But they were playing, um, they were playing ODB. 
They were playing. Uh, no, that's baby, the laundry. I got your money. That's the laundry or, commercial for the new the LG washer. Hey, oh yes, dirty. Yeah, baby, I got your laundry, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, are yeah. we at this point? Yeah. Are we at this point, ODB man?" Selling laundry machines. Jesus Christ! He'd be turning over in his grave, asking where his crack bunny is. Turning over his grave, he'd be on a road. He'd be spinning in his grave, going, "Oh, like losing his shit." Uh, rest in peace, son. Unique, as I mean, his as his street name went. ODB yeah, was a legend, good. dog. That's, that's good. But yeah, yeah, the fact that ODB <laughs> is on a laundry commercial, <laughs> give me some say, money. That was very white. That was a very middle class white guy of you, by the way. What? <laughs> like rest in peace to his street name, as he's known. <laughs> yes. It's son unique. <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. Uh, but I mean, how much you can actually pay anybody to do anything, like. I mean, he's Every, dead. Everybody ODB's has dead, a, but he's. It's obviously somebody like, owns the rights for this. Yeah, song or whatever, right? but but everybody has a price, dog. Everybody has a. What's price. our price? It's surprisingly low. Surprising, it'd be a lot lower than you would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have to. <laughs> See, I mean, come on. If somebody walked up to our door right now and knocked on the door and was like, 500 bucks to record an ad," we'd be like, "Fucking right, dog." Wallet, what do you want me to say? Insert into my wallet, please. Yeah. Like, I love. Condoms ribbed for my pleasure. <laughs> you know, like, but uh, there was a, a few years ago. I, I think I, I confused because I think there was like an Oreo commercial a few years ago where they played Hypnotized by Biggie Smalls. And and I was vaguely familiar, but I'm like I'm so out of the loop or something. On commercials, well, I don't. Yeah, like I don't watch regular TV. It's NBA. To see the only reason we know that is because it's on the NBA Finals, mm, right? Literally, so. why? Literally, why? Ads, man. Ads, fucking everywhere. Everywhere, dog. You're just ads. being advertised to constantly. Even commercials are considered content. And they're vying for your fucking at, or your attention. My attention, yeah. It's a the. It's all that matters now. It's what we're doing here too, by the way. It's it's a, a podcast in which we are desperately hoping. Give us your fucking attention. Yeah, pay attention to me, turn please. Up, turn up your headphones. Other people aren't as interesting or funny. Yeah, turn us up. Listen to all our episodes. Tell all your friends. We want you to dedicate your lives to us the same way that we dedicate our lives absolutely it's a, it's a time capsule too right you can take a snapshot back in time like what was life like three months ago yeah yeah, yeah. what has changed in exactly three weeks how i don't know but you should go back and listen how much less funny were they in october of last year surprisingly less funny i think yeah i think really i don't know i think i'm just as shit i think we, i think <laughs> we've made incre- i think we made incremental gains that's important the incremental you can't take leaps yet you know what i'm saying yeah well, no, that's that's steady I'm growth. Pole, I'm not a pole vaulter, dog. Yeah, like we're I'm more uh, we're more like a, a well diversified investment portfolio. A well diversified portfolio. because okay. it's nothing. Okay. It's this isn't like a meme stock. We don't just jump and then crash. Like we we steadily grow over time. Yeah, all you motherfuckers putting your forty thousand into yeah GameStop bankrupting and your it. kids. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Real life example, by the way. Posting on Wall Street bets. <laughs> <laughs> like who? T- I mean, come on, dog. If you go on WSB and like think you're making like. But also, like you go on WSB, you go to on WS WSB. A little different than WSI. Right. You go to Wall Street Bets, and then like you're like, how would you post a picture of like, hey guys, check this out, I lost fifty thousand dollars, and people are like, whoa, fucking moron, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, why would you want that attention on yourself? Yeah, like, shouldn't you be like in therapy or like standing over the ledge of a building right now, like trying looking? to explain to your child what why you yeah, don't just, have like, the in money shambles. for college. <laughs> They told me to go all in on Wish. <laughs> Dog, I read about a dude that did that 
and this probably happens on a lot of them, but sure. on a fucking mobile game, on a Final Fantasy like daily like roulette mobile game, where you just, it's like an RPG game, and then you can buy loot boxes to get characters. Oh, okay. But it's like you have a low chance of getting these like special edition characters. So this guy ended up went to like he fucking maxed out all of his credit cards, didn't tell his <laughs> wife, oh, and then no. took out more shit, and like and then he mortgaged their home and lost more money. This is the worst write-up I've ever seen. Have we like, not? You, t- this is not. It sounds like a story we would have brought to the show at some point. No, I, I just, I'm bringing it now. I guess this is just something <laughs> I, came, I fucking came across just reading on on Reddit one day, and one of the the Final Fantasy posts was like a warning to other players, and it was this like giant write-up. It's like, dog, like you lost your entire family and shit because you were playing a fucking mobile game and yeah, didn't realize after you clicked the button a hundred times and spent a, like a couple thousand dollars that, oh fuck, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I have to mortgage my house now. It's like you kept go- you like Walter Whited this. You went too deep, like stupid people, dog. Like, I understand that addiction is a real thing and with gambling, but there's a certain point where it's like you're just a dumb fucking person. Yeah, like, like you're like, a dumb go, fucking go person. Gamble on something more interesting than that. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. Put fifty grand on the Super Bowl or something. I don't know. Like, don't fucking. Uh, I did a dollar loot box in a mobile phone game twenty five thousand times. Hey man, I guess we all have our vices, right? That's true. Well, actually, uh, speaking of, we were just talking about uh, our boy Joey Chestnut, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I have a hot dog related story. A hot dog related story. This is maybe a bit of a. It's a, it's a bit of a thinker. This one. So. Okay. We're about the hot dogs around here. Obviously, we're we're strong advocates for phallic shaped mashes of All horse of meat and rat shit, right? We're about that. We lips and assholes. I believe they were called lips in my and home. assholes. Okay, lips As and I assholes. Growing up, right? Lips and assholes. So, food waste is a serious issue. Okay, with Americans are estimate Americans are estimated to be throwing away forty percent of the food they buy. Which, I mean, fuck, dude. Four out of ten things you buy, you throw in the trash. Like the lighting money on fire. That's right? fucking That's, terrible. That's like, fucking terrible. You might as well wipe your ass with a dollar bill. Like pretty much flush you, that you, shit. Lighting your money on fire. That's a that's a that's a wild number in its own. Okay, but one of the one of the uh, affiliates of the hot dog world are are stepping up to take action against food waste and and so we're talking about Heinz here, right? Okay. Ketchup makers. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a vision for the future about how to reduce food waste and also solve an age-old problem. So they've started a petition stating that since hot dogs typically come in a package of 10, okay, and hot dog buns typically come in packages of 8. Ah, this age-old fucking question. So their argument here is that, well, for one, the numbers are varied on both sides, right? Okay. That hot dogs, you might get like sausages, you maybe get six, but then you still have like eight buns. But then you need a sausage bun. The, their overall point is that there's no consistency across the hot dog hot dog bun sphere, right? And their whole thing is, a, a part of it is that the, apart from the article at least, uh, Heinz has launched this petition in order to get, quote, big bun and big wiener on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to match up the amounts in the packages, yes. right? Yeah, they want to have that. So, as of the writing of the article here, fifty-seven hundred people have signed the petition, and I mean Heinz, not actually a vested interest here, right? I mean they they sell ketchup, they don't sell wieners or buns. They're they're a third party catalyst. Yeah, but I'm too cynical for this. We know about brand awareness. We just literally watched that Bo Burnham Inside shit where it makes fun of this. Why does Heinz doing this? To stum up the interest. So <laughs> you and I are sitting here going, hey, do you stand with what Heinz, Heinz is doing? Do you, do you stand, stand with, with Heinz? Heinz in their fight against unequal hot dog distributions? In theory. In theory. Yes. <laughs> Heinz is against racism. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
the first, everyone's thinking, of course, right? That yeah. yes, you need to have the same amount. Yeah. Because it just makes sense, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, this is just a ploy to sell you more hot dogs, fam. Or do you think there's like a, a also like a, a, a sort of a double back side to this where it's like the point of the uneven numbers is that you end up buying like you buy, buy 10 two, hot dogs yeah. and you get six buns, but then you're like, I need six more buns, but then I'm going to have two buns I won't use because I only have 10 wieners. So like you can never yes. match up. That's always been my big conspiracy theory about hot dog. Yeah. So For you think dog. big bun and big wiener have like a... <laughs> They got a they, they got a deal behind closed doors. Yeah, to always stay uneven because one way or another, someone's going to buy double of one to make up and then waste the rest, and they don't care. Well, it's just you know playing with the wiener is not as fun without the bun, right? So right. You got to right. have both. Right. They got to be on the same page. We're about bringing big bun and big wiener together. Mm. I think mm. it's the most mature podcast out there. <laughs> Brought to you by Heinz. Brought to you by Heinz, <laughs> right? I don't know. Good on Heinz. I, I, I think they're, I think they're a company of the people. No, I'm just being a fucking cynic, man. Like, let's be real. As a consumer, fuck yeah. Why? It's so frustrating. I had that problem at home literally right now. Yeah. For I ate hot dogs in the first time in forever. We had like a mini little barbecue session thing, and I was like, you okay. know what? We haven't had hot dogs. I want some fucking hot dogs? Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick some up. Next thing I know. Fuck, I got some got some dogs left over in the freezer, and I got two. Right. Now right. I'm like, hmm, I got to eat those. But, yeah, but more dogs is better than more buns. True. Because dogs have versatility. You can eat little little wieners and beans or something like that. Mm, you know I, I mean? haven't had poverty in a while. Right. <laughs> craft dinner with I love, dogs? I love wieners. Nah, I don't put them on my hot craft dinner. I get no? that. I know it's popular. It's a thing. But it's a beans thing. and wieners, though. That is the beans shit. Beans and wieners are dope. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good to high, mm-hmm. high protein. Also. Lips and ass. <gasps> what? Heinz makes beans. But I guess then they wouldn't want you to put them on the buns. Hmm. Oh, yeah. you think there's like a backdoor Heinz is like thinking about the wiener industry here? No, see, no, see, that would be that would be a negative experience for them because they, yeah, they want, want you to have less buns so that you have two hot dogs left exactly. over and then eventually put them. Yeah, in Yeah, they beans. want you to have too many hot dogs yeah, to get right, some Heinz beans. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I, I what are in, are Heinz intentions pure? They might be. I except think they might. They're not a Canadian company anymore, right? Are they not? Okay, well, obviously, then they don't, them, to- so. they don't grow tomatoes in Leamington, Ontario anymore. French's, however, makes ketchup from their stuff. I will say this: I bought it being like, "Go Canada! I'm gonna buy the French's ketchup <laughs> from there." And it, it, Heinz is just better. I'm sorry, it just <laughs> is. It just is, man. That's because French's does mustard, right? Yeah, and then they you go were to like, French's for mustard. You go Heinz for ketchup. That's just that is what it is. Right? It right. is what it is. And if, if you have the no name mustard, a- I'm judging you. Yeah. Go no name on other shit in your house. I don't give a fuck. No name on the skimp. buns. I'll go no name yeah, buns. I don't give a fuck, dude. Do not skimp on your mustard. You can no. tell the difference in the ketchup. No. It's good. Don't. Okay, well, think about it this way. <laughs> You're eating like a pot, like a shit food that's lips and assholes in a fucking bun. You need something to cover up the taste, so you're putting it on to taste better. You should probably sure. not skimp on the taste part. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, nope. I mean, unless you're having to eat 76 of them in an hour or Well, then you don't minutes, want that. You, need, you just give me a cup of water. Yeah, you don't. You want minimal flavor. Like, could you imagine eating 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes that all had mustard on them? No. The, like, tangy burn you'd oh, get God, after dude, a while? heartburn? Yeah. Wait, we're talking about heartburn when someone's eating 76 hot dogs, dog. Like, 76, it's apparently man. not an issue. It's I get, apparently I, not an issue. It's... it's <laughs> we keep going back to this, but, like, what the fuck, man? We can't escape. Let's talk about some real athletes, okay? All right, so the Tokyo Olympics coming up here. Okay. They're allowed to be put on. Now, the the uh, the athletes themselves are not allowed to shake hands after the events. They're not okay. supposed to be socializing or fraternizing in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. 
And one of the rules that's coming out by the IOC here is that they're actually not going to be allowed to put on their own Olympic medals. The medals themselves right. will not be given around the neck. The uh, IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, President uh, Thomas Back told the international media on a conference call. He said they will be presented to the athlete on a tray and then the athlete will take the medal him or herself. It'll be made sure that the person who put the medal on the tray will only do so with disinfected gloves so that the athlete can be sure nobody touched him before. Why are we doing this And why are we doing this right after two fucking soaked ass men just rolled on the ground wrestling each other for 40 fucking minutes? Why are we like... (laughs) Like, I don't get it, bro. It's not gonna work, man. The athletes are obviously vaccinated or they wouldn't be allowed to fucking play. The fucking... The staff are all vaccinated. Everybody's keeping safe measures. You're telling me you can't fucking put the the medal on the guy's neck? Like, that's where we draw the line? That's obviously a PR move, dog. Because the cameras are on it, and they want to be like, look, we're being safe. Yeah. There's, there's no fans at the events, right? They're going to pump I sound just, in like the NBA Finals did, which is... I just don't understand the... I just don't understand the whole idea of just going through with it. I mean, it sucks because it's like I feel I I feel very bad for the athletes, right? Because it's like, man, like this is your whole life before you end up. And we love the Olympics. Yeah, we no, don't watch. We don't know anything about those fucking sports. Well, we watch, watch all them. the Olympics. Absolutely, yeah. you get me to watch fucking pole vaulting like a motherfucker. Like, sure, like. Show me what you got. How high can you go? Like, I don't care. But and I sit there like a fucking snob. It's like, oh, oh, you can't clear eight and a half feet, nine inches? You fucking loser. You're watching some like rowing race and you're like, come on, row faster. Actually, like, you they, know when that's the trying. worst is the gymnastic events. That's yeah. where I'm like, ooh, she definitely fucked up her vault. And oh, isn't it like, amazing? 9.8. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she doesn't stick the landing and you're like, oh, and they're like, oh, beautiful, beautiful dismount. You're like, what? Yeah, I don't know. None of us know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. When we watch or the like uh, nobody does the ribbon dance one. The, the oh, floor yeah, that's routine. A thing. That's a thing. Where they dance with that thing. I'm like, what are they looking for? <laughs> I think <laughs> those conversations, dude. They're just the judges are just sitting there like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, like an eight. Oh, I don't give her like an eight and a half. You give her like a seven point seven. Okay, okay. that'll even out. Okay, hey, what's her nationality? Where's she from? She's American. Russian oh, four, four. Yes. <laughs> no good, no. <laughs> Terrible no. dismount. Terrible. <laughs> no ice skating. Puff. I don't. I just, like. But again, like, I just don't get like. I I don't get how. They how I mean they have to force it to happen because it's already been delayed by a year, right? Oh, that's true. It is twenty twenty. Like, that's right. We're having Olympics on a on an off on an year, off, dude. The it's winter any- the winter Olympics are in like six months. I. Just realized because that. summer summer to winter is the short turnaround. Summer, yeah, winter back to summer is like two and a half years, but but uh, summer to winter is like a year and a half, and now it's been delayed a year. So literally, the Winter Olympics are in February. Holy fuck, man! So there's going to be an Olympics and then another Olympics. So if this one fucking sucks and doesn't work well, like we got another one coming right up in in wherever the fuck. <laughs> Don't it worry is about it. Listen, coronavirus dies in and the we cold. Have a, we have a, a and then there's next year they're playing the World Cup too. Soccer's World Cup is next year now. Did you watch the CONCACAF shit, the European tournament and the fucking South American tournament? I the watched tournament? the Euro, a little bit of the Did Euro. Did you? A couple You're of getting games. more into soccer, aren't you? A little bit. I'm trying to dip my toes, man. I'm trying. Well, here's the thing, right? Is The reason why I'm trying to get into it a little bit is because I actually kind of get the sport now. Like So possession-based. Yeah, and also like, but you can kind of understand the flow and like the way the players are moving and how everybody... My buddy explained it. My buddy Dave told me. He was like, it's a lot about spacing and angles right Mm -hmm. so a lot of times it's like finding a space but then finding a way to like create like a triangle where you can like pass to this guy and then give and go here and then move into the space like now that i kind of can wrap my head around the spacing of it and the way that like i could see 
it's not to me like nothing's happening. The guy's just passing it around. I'm like, it's because it's they're like looking for an opening to send someone on a pass. Yeah. Like there's it's much more slow and calculated. Well, I get it. Like that. I played field lacrosse in in high school, right? And it's kind of like yeah. it's there's some similar aspects to it of similar like possession shit, shit sport, and like right? absolutely right. Um, but with that being said, like I just don't like how your championship comes down to a shootout. I thought that's. I think that's a terrible fucking. But can you play soccer for fucking four and a half hours? Because that's that's hard to I run think, like that. I think the rule, especially because at the end, because the final game came down to shootout, I'm like the rule should be like tennis, that you have shootouts for every game, but the championship, someone's putting a ball into the net. Like we're gonna play this. I like. It was a few th- sports thoughts I had watching that. One was that that they play an extra twenty minutes of soccer to to. So football of uh, to decide in overtime. Yeah, right? and then the extra time is like it's not even. The Nobody gets like, close. Eh, it's up now. But That's also they it. never get they never get close. They get thirty minutes of extra so- of extra ball for overtime, and it's like one chance gets made in thirty minutes, and they're like, okay, just go to the shootout. I'm like, you should make it sudden death, right? It should just be or you do thirty minutes like they do, right? And then because they play it like if you score, it's not over. You still play the rest of the overtime. Um, I'm like, all right, do thirty minutes of of that. And then after that, be like, next goal wins. Like, go nuts. Or, like, take a couple players off the field and make it like, all right, we're going to play, like, seven on seven. Next goal wins. Like, but the idea that a championship gets decided by a shootout, to me, in any sport is fucking stupid. I, did, I, I mean, we have the North American view where but our sports don't do flip, that. on the flip, I dig the idea of overtime not being sudden death. Like, I think the NFL needs that. The NFL overtime should be, we're going to play a full 10-minute quarter it's not sudden death. It's a 10-minute quarter. You score a touchdown, we're playing 10 minutes either way. Yeah, fair like, enough. But I as, dig that rule. As as a fan, though, that's the shit, of course, but the league won't do that because of player injury stuff. They're trying to reduce game time. Oh, dude, of course, they just well, added, we're dealing with added fuck- a 17th game to We're a dealing season. with fucking unions, though, right? So, like, you're, you're fighting for every little thing. Oh, some job they did protecting their players. They just yeah, added so another game into the league, even though nobody wanted it. I and, know. like... It's because we can sell more Pepsi halftime shows and yeah, absolutely, and and more tickets, right? And they've Sprint been they've been feeding because like, you know, they've only been in for half of the season now. Halftime show with JB, Howie, and Jimmy, and so and so. Brought to you by AT and T, fucking whoever the fuck, whatever cell phone carrier. <sighs> Dog ads, everything, everything is ad. ads. Everything we're, is ads. We're an ad right now, talking to you people. We are drink Sprite. Listen to our show. Listen to our show. That's true. We advertise this show. Mm-hmm. Desperate See? for attention. We're fucking hypocrites. We are. It's piece okay. Of, piece of shit. But we we excuse our douchebaggery with self awareness. Yeah, I think like that's important. As long as you're aware of it. As long as you're yeah, aware. but that doesn't really excuse anything, does it? It doesn't. It makes it worse, actually. I think. <laughs> it does I think? Because then you sound like a smug, self-centered sack of shit. Who's like, yeah, I'm very aware of my douchebaggery. Yeah, like, like, I'm not racist, but... I'm still going to be a douche, but like, I'm going to say that I'm a douche, and then you're going to like think I'm less of a douche. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of guy, you win big brother with that attitude, bro. Actually, um, no, you probably get kicked out halfway through. I don't uh, know. People I don't see me as a threat, show. like try to work the politics and get me, That's edge it. me out. I don't, I don't, I don't watch that shit. My girl does. I tried to like pay attention to what was going on. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. I don't, I don't understand how there's a skill here. Just sounds like every week they'll be like, Doug, we don't like skill. this person. It's not a skill. You go on to like develop a name and then start an Instagram and. Oh yeah. We've been over this. Yeah. yeah that's Come right. on. Come on. It's about right. brand fusion. <sighs> no more important brand than the brand of yourself, which I mean, 
I mean, it's evidenced by the fact that any athlete picks up a microphone and has a podcast. The biggest podcast in the world? Yeah. Like, do you listen to Duncan Robinson's podcast? Like, no. You no. Know, like, why would I listen to Duncan <laughs> Robinson's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we say that, but of course, nobody knows who the fuck we are. And it's like, why are you listening to this podcast? Exactly. Like, the person, the, the J. Cole says that, right? If you're broke and clowning a millionaire, the joke is on you. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For shame. For shame. <laughs> straight to the heart. <laughs> uh, the irony. Yo, but give me something else straight to the heart. I've what do you, got, what do you I've got? got irony for you. The though. irony? I've got give more me some irony. Give me some so irony. We had, a, we had our fair share of laughs at the you know near toppling of the American government back in January. And, and we're going to have a little bit of an opportunity to do that again here. So during the arrest of 27-year-old Robert Morse last month on several charges, including assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers and robbery of personal property of the United States, Officials discovered a concerningly relevant item in his home, a, quote, fully constructed Lego set of the United States Capitol building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's a guy who stormed the Capitol, had a full Lego recreation of the building in his home. So is he planning how he was going to enter the building, or is he a no. fan of the building? What's As this the guy Daily scoop? Beast noted, it is currently unclear if the toy, which, quote, focuses on the structure's neoclassical style facade, steps, and lawns, end quote, and has actually been discontinued, apparently, but still retails on the internet for upwards of $230. So, I mean, come on. We might think about it, you know. Okay, okay. Maybe it's my birthday. I might, you know, treat I've myself to a it. U.S. capital. I've been to the Lego store recently. Okay. I, I thought about I spending it. I was, I was money. keeping an eye. If you had any secret packages you hid I around the house. I bought a Bugatti yeah. from Lego. Oh, no. It's $400, but it looks so sick. <laughs> Closer like, than we'll ever get. Then so. I realized it's a $400 kid's toy that I'm going to build once and be like, this <laughs> fucking sucks. If you, like, invested that $400 in 38 years, you could own a Bugatti. <sighs> bro. CEO mentality, bro. Do you have any buddies right now that are like that? I don't know. I don't use Facebook anymore. Actually, side note, and I am going to do this either probably tomorrow, but I am deleting my Facebook profile officially. Oh, really? I downloaded my data. I have all my pictures and all my videos and everything. Literally, by the way, when you download your Facebook data, you get like all your chat logs. You get everything. You get all of it in a zip file, and then you just put it on your computer and unzip it, and whoop, there you oh, go. Wow. Holy shit. So I'm out. I'm done. I left it up. I've left it up for too long not using it, and I'm finally, I'm, I'm going to finally take the plunge. And can you still use Messenger if you don't have a profile? I believe so. Ah. I, believe, I think you can. I don't know if there may be something you have to do with it, but uh, okay. anyways, now this uh, this Lego set of the U.S. Capitol, apparently the, the man, Robert Morse, the man who was arrested... Uh, Morris's alleged involvement in the insurrection is seemingly more concrete in the eyes of prosecutors, even though the toy they don't believe has anything to do with it, the, didn't have anything to do with the case, apparently. So, according to a federal attorney, the Pennsylvania man who is currently being held in pretrial de- detainment supposedly led other insurrectionists in confronting the police officers guarding the building's Lower West Terrace doors in, quote, one of the most intense and prolonged clashes of the January 6th attack. Alongside the Lego set, Authorities also say they found a variety of other concerning items. Can you guess what many? Can you can you take a swing? It's at, gonna be like either sex toys or it's gonna be like stuff to restrain people, like ropes or weapons or something like that. Well, this is a classic. He starts off uh, a "Don't tread on me" flag. <laughs> of course, of course. Tread on me, daddy. Um, military uniforms, of course, and a utility bag, a tourniquet as well as several weapons, including, quote, three different firearms with a handgun, shotgun, and a rifle, according to the documents obtained um, by 
the website Jesus here. Christ. So a utility bag with a tourniquet. So it's probably got med supplies. So this guy too. thought he was like going to go guerrilla warfare. In we, DC. Didn't, we weren't storming it and doing yeah, anything. I just wrong. wanted to see the inside. <laughs> During their search, authorities also recovered a notebook from his car featuring a section entitled The Step by Step to Create Hometown Militia. Evidently, English is not his strong suit. Good job, public education system, uh, which was complete with steps, including how to, quote, ambush and battle drills and helpful reminders to bring an assault rifle with four magazines. If you're this guy's lawyer. <laughs> the Lego's the least of your worries. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit gets presented. You just got to look at him and be like, all right, all right, listen, if they offer you a plea, you're taking it, okay? <laughs> you're the lawyer. What's your angle? You're the defense attorney for this guy. What's your angle? No, that wouldn't hold up. I think I think I would I would focus on on the Lego set and say, like, he's a fan with a fetish. He he's yeah he's a child. He's a child who just was obsessed with with this. See, but like. If you're an adult, and even if you're a child that's obsessed with this, let's say you argue it, if you write down plans of like, I'm going to bring four assault rifles to the Capitol <laughs> my, building yeah, with magazines. Don't forget my four magazines. And then you yeah. actually have uh, like military gear, tourniquets, and weapons, like, it ain't gonna fly. Your your best deal is to probably just be like, try to nitpick some wording bullshit in one of the charges and try to reduce oh, try to get like time. A, try to get like a technicality? Yeah, and just right? reduce his time. Oh. But this guy probably doesn't have Cosby money, so I don't know if he's getting out on a technicality. So. Like, doesn't that kind of paint a picture of like the kind of people you're dealing with here? Yes. Like you're dealing with a guy who's yes, like yes, in his does. basement, has like, a, you, you, you know he has an American flag like thumbtacked up on his wall and like... Uh, yeah, a don't tread on me flag, army fatigues, like hunting gear, probably a lot of like outdoors mini shit, and a big Lego set of the United States Capitol. They like, don't represent who we are. It's just the the kind of people you imagine are just like it, it's exactly who you imagine. Exactly what you thought it would be. That. Like how? Okay, you and I. You walk into a mall right now, and a security guard runs up to you and is like, "Yo, don't go in there." You're gonna be like, "Oh, fuck, I'm not going in there." Yeah. Okay. Now, you and I smash through the Capitol building, through a door, and yeah. they say, if you come through this door, we will shoot yeah, you. Like I have a gun and drawn, you still a go safety off, it. like, I will shoot you if you move closer towards me. You can't fucking blow! Like, Gone, and now a kid you. doesn't have their mother. Yeah, like, that's basically, like, I mean, and even that chick, if they, like, found her social media, and she was, like, one of those people who, like, drives down, like, a rural highway sc- holding her phone and screaming about, like, the fucking liberals are taking the fucking country. <laughs> like, like, okay. Now, for the record, uh, one thing, Sunday, mo- it's Sunday morning here, right? Or, it was Sunday morning a few hours ago. Uh, wake up. If you ever use Twitter, Sunday morning Twitter, I don't know if it's, like, all the people who are, like, bored in church or something, but it's all the, like, craziest political trends. Yeah, because the fucking booze-soaked people are still sleeping. Is that it? Yeah, it's like, so saturated with regular people being like, uh, I yeah, like everyone's drunk and sleeping in. My leftovers when I'm fucking. So there's a bunch hammered. of like, like Catholics like who don't have church this because of coronavirus are just like angry and on their phone on Sunday morning. Yeah, and there's like, no football back yet to right to occupy them in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, we need more. Yeah, ladies, if you ever want to see your man react, just play that music. Just record. See if he runs into the room. No, you gotta play a. What Monday night football? What? Like, honey, it's Wednesday afternoon. Why would I be watching Monday night football? I'd probably fall for that. I can't even fucking lie. I would. I my interest would be peaked. 
Yeah, I'm just like, trying why to are you playing the Monday Night Football song? Is what I would what say. Are you, are you, is there a game on? <laughs> was there a cancellation this week? Was it Wednesday afternoon? Did coronavirus move the game time again? Hey, I never complained. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Actually, we got more football. It was, cool. <laughs> like, it was like one week last year. We're like, there's a game. There's a game on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So like five out of seven days this week. All right, fuck yeah. <sighs> All right, homie, what you got? Uh, okay, hit me. So this one, I got a. It's a multi-point one. Okay, this one's a little more of a serious conversation. Okay, I'm ready. Um. So an Ontario couple just had to cancel their honeymoon to Barbados because they're fully vaccinated. However, they've mixed their vaccines. So they have one Pfizer, one Moderna. Hey, that's right. So that's us, homie. Uh, Barbados has apparently changed their their laws now as of June 25th so that anybody who has a mixed vaccination is not considered fully vaccinated and therefore is not allowed to travel to their country. Now, this is in response to the WHO put an, uh, an article or a, a statement, I guess. The, like the band? The World, he- no. <laughs> the World <laughs> Health Organization. Playing <laughs> <laughs> like, a show in Barbados? I don't know. Like. Yeah, the who is like, you can't come here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. No, so the World Health Organization put out a statement saying that uh, citizens shouldn't get the mixed vaccination. Now, they actually had to put out another statement clarifying specifically what oh, they I said read, after yeah, an article this. was made. Yeah. And what they specific, what the, uh, the spokesman said was that citizens should not make the decision of their own right if they should or should not mix vaccines. The decision should be made based on your government's medical, uh, oh, your own health advisory, your own health advisory, right, yeah, like yeah, yeah. their research into, and if yeah. they they think it's deemed safe. So immediately, everybody obviously sees this article on the internet and freaks out. And they're like, "It's not safe. We're gonna die." Yeah. Meanwhile, listen for anybody listening. They're both mRNA vaccinations, which is they're basically like the same fucking shit. That's just what you're going to say because you're a mixed vax fucking You chill. listen to the fucking doctors, the same doctors who told you AstraZeneca was safe. Sheep. <sighs> Point being, oh. We're uh, both shills, by the way. We're both mixed vax people now. We are shills. I'm just a... We are. I'm just a shill. <laughs> Now, so this uh, this uh, Ontario couple here, just and a lot of people in Ontario are getting worried now, right? Because my girl and I are trying to book, you know, vacations sure. and shit like that. Sure. We're wondering about the same thing. Yeah. So Eric Seed, uh, him and his wife, yeah, they had to postpone. They postponed their honeymoon originally due to the coronavirus, and then finally, after being fully vaccinated, you know, they plan a trip to Barbados. And now, Barbados puts us a statement saying, in accordance with the WHO standard, mixing of vaccine regimes, the first dose of one brand followed by the second dose of another, which is not a one-dose regime, is not accepted as complete vaccines. Okay. So, now we're in a situation where, like, we got people in Canada just worried as fuck, being like, I can't fucking travel. You have government boards putting out new laws and legislations based on what the WHO said, but the WHO (laughs) didn't really fully say that. (laughs) That's what I'm really confused at is that I opened the article and read it and was like, but that's not uh, what they're like saying. The whole last year summed up perfectly. It's like somebody says something and then that gets blown out of proportion or gets misinterpreted or the person who said it shouldn't have said that what they said and they were wrong, but it's too late. And like, well, to be fair, 
the Barbados government themselves and their health advisory could be like, we're doing to do our own research, and if we're okay yeah, with it, just be like, we're gonna hold off fair. for now, and then that's later, fair. But you're absolutely right. right. This is a great example of people just reading a fucking headline and freaking. I got to the point that I sure. literally actually commented on an Instagram post, which I never fucking do. Wow, I never fucking do. I got like I don't know, like twenty likes or something, nothing crazy. Oh wow, so ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I know, right? We clap, are clap, in the clap, presence clap, 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 of clap. greatness. Which is telling people likes. just fucking chill out and like actually read the article no i don't want to do that i want you to i want you to diagnose it for me are you are you a person with a check mark on social media I'm because not, so i need I say you to right. read it and then summarize it with your opinion in about 140 characters and then my opinion will pretty much just be based on that fake news yeah fake news real no but my fake news is real this is this podcast is real fake news <laughs> yeah that's true. It's real news but we're not real news people we're fake but the podcast is real. But the real news people start out as fake news people and become real news people? Huh? Yes. There you go. There you go. So right. are we Rebel News. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you Just live and run direct. straight up to you on the street. <laughs> you know the frogs are turning gay? What? Due to chemical runoff. Oh my god. Uh, buy my t shirts and subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> also, my, my legal defense in court is that I'm an act and I'm actually a comedic yeah. act. But my shit's real. Yeah, like uh, I'm actually <laughs> acting, except when I'm. For everybody doing knows, it. Alex Jones quite literally used the yeah. legal defense that he is a performer and that what he's saying he used is not it, fact. He used it in his custody trial with his ex wife. Is that what he's used in? Yeah, because his oh. wife was like, You're an unstable maniac and you shouldn't have children around you. And he was like, It's just an act. And she was like, No, it's not. Like, you're like this all the time. And he was like, No, <laughs> it's just an act. But his attorney was like, yeah, no, you can't take full custody of the kids because he's just an actor. Hey, he still, I think he still makes money. Him and, oh, him and, fuck yeah. yeah. He still does a show and all that Absolutely, shit. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We're biggest, talking about him right now. But we'll talk, Yeah, we'll, we'll call him up. Bring, 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 bring. Hey, Alex, how's it going? What the fuck do you want? <laughs> That's a better answer than Bezos gives you, I guess. That's he true. He doesn't answer. Jeff's busy. That's what okay? I mean. Jeff's busy. You're Jeff's talking, busy. You're talking to his underlings. Like, I call him. And I go to voicemail now. And you know, him and I, him, Bezo and I are tight, right? So it's, but look, the, a good friend knows when to lay off. And I know that he's trying to dominate space right now. And he's got those other billionaires. He's trying to fight for global intergalactic supremacy. And I get that. And they're fucking dick-shaped rockets. And they're, in, they're literally penis-looking with a, like, they, like, even, you're right. You were saying earlier, the, the heads of these spaceships used to have more of a mechanical design. Like and now, a dome shape. Yeah, now. now they're building like smooth, literally looks like the head of a dick. It's like a mushroom top is what they're shooting into space. So, so a you big have long thing, fires an egocentric billionaire, and then ejaculates his shuttle into outer space, and then he splashes back down onto Earth. For the low cost of $28 million. Right. <laughs> I want to fly into the sky. But is there is that like I've seen this on Twitter a few times now, and it's the truest shit ever right now. Is there nothing more like like a summary of where we're at right now in the world than that? With billionaires blasting off in giant dick shaped objects into fucking space yeah. as the Earth quite literally burns. Yeah. But uh, dude, they're they're saving the speech. They're thinking about the future of humanity. Like mm-hmm. so, they Elon charge Musk people twenty eight dollars, like, twenty eight million dollars to take a ride. Elon Musk wants to like save humanity by making Mars another Earth, and making like, himself king. But like, it, it, I'm sorry, his, the plan <laughs> is to cool, go right? to another planet and turn it yeah. into an Earth. 
How? Have you not seen that movie? Was it what's it called? It's not Mars. The, the Martian. The where Martian he shits into a gra- hole and then and eats he grows shit potatoes. potatoes out of them. <laughs> Boy, sounds great. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> If only we had like a planet where we can already grow. Hey, baby, I'm the richest guy on the planet. You You want to go on a date to Mars and eat shit potatoes? (laughs) Nobody's going to treat you like this, baby. (laughs) Drake's going to take you to Dodger Stadium, girl. I'm going to take you to Mars. Eat you some shit potatoes. (laughs) What would you eat first? Cotton Cotton candy craft dinner or a potato grown in an astronaut's shit? Well, I have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Should have saved it for the random question. Well, because no, let, let, yeah, for sure. But let's be <laughs> serious, though. So, like, a potato grown in someone's shit is just regular potato with fertilizer. So, I mean, the potato is gonna be—it's it, potato. That shit's fine. Okay. That's how we normally fertilize shit anyway. Yeah, okay. Cotton candy craft dinner should not be eaten. That's—I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A potato is a. But then there's also like but we grow things and shit all the time. You didn't shit in my bowl, so like I'm probably gonna take the craft dinner, even though it tastes like shit. No I don't intended. think the potato would taste like shit. It wouldn't. But the idea of like, hey, Dan, I shit in that hole and grew a potato. You'd look at me and be like, you shit in that hole? This came out? <laughs> I couldn't get past that point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you'd be stuck on that. You'd be like, I don't, I I was don't know. Man. I was actually listening to something a little while ago where somebody was talking about um, like literally like human, what to do with human shit. Like the fact that like we have these intricate sewer systems and all that stuff. Right? Biofuel. And some, well, somebody said you can use it as biofuel and they're like, you can also literally like, like grow food. Like it's fertilizer, right? And all that stuff. And then they were like, but we can't get past the fact that if you tell people how it was grown, nobody will eat it. Fucking like no. nobody. If you're just like, oh, we used human shit to, to grow these crops. They're like, I'm not fucking eating that. Ew. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and you'll never work. So, oh, dude, like, I just like, you see, uh, it would, it, society would change drastically. Yeah, like, you just you would don't see, tell. You'd see people in public and be like, that guy shits in his backyard. Don't. <laughs> Somebody that like, guy. Some guy in Toronto on one of those rooftop gardens just popping a squat. <laughs> Who's uh, that? That's oh, Billy. Takes care of the garden. He grows some carrots on the roof. <laughs> like, it's very strange. <laughs> what is up to? All right, I got a follow-up story. So a couple episodes back, we were talking about the, uh, the um, Canadian military... Um, lieutenant, I think she was the one who, who gave weed to all the people. Yeah, this so oh so a refresher for for anybody who obviously doesn't keep this show in the forefront of their brain for longer than the period in which they listen to it, which is good. We recommend that. But this uh, this leader of an artillery brigade, I think it was in the Canadian military. That sounds. They were enough. doing a live fire drill where they were actually going to be shooting mortars or whatever it is off, and gave her her unit cupcakes that turned out to apparently be laced with weed and they all got like paranoid and fucking baked and so she's still moving along here now i have an update it's a a evidence in the bizarre case of a canadian soldier accused of drugging comrades with marijuana laced cupcakes was lost by military police she's got dirt on bill cosby so that's that's the only explanation let me get did her shit get tossed because they lost the evidence well, yeah, that seems to be the case. What so the what f- happened was the soldier's lawyer, the, the woman accused here, has accused the Department of National Defense of conducting a sloppy, incompetent investigation. <laughs> CBC News obtained a copy of a court application filed by um, the uh, defendant's lawyer, Ian Casper. In it, Casper argues that the military should throw out evidence of traces of THC gathered from a cupcake wrapper 
because the other cupcake wrappers were lost and then never tested. So apparently what happened was she do- she gave these cupcakes out. After a little bit of time, everybody started freaking out, right? Being like, I'm fucking high. What's going on? I'm paranoid, blah, 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 blah. So they went and found the wrappers that they were in, like the cupcake, yep. the little stuff around the stump, right? And somebody, I guess not everybody felt the effects. So somebody clearly <laughs> eating edibles in their free time and was like, well, this isn't right wasn't affected by them but it decided that to take the rappers and gather them up and then take them to somebody who actually has authority to be around tested, there yeah yeah so from the article it says quote the chain of command of the military police did not preserve all the rappers for further investigation the loss of such important evidence was a result of incompetence so the chain of command's loss of the cupcake rappers was so shockingly negligent as to constitute an abuse of process it's what the lawyer says so they didn't properly handle, yeah, technicality. Didn't handle the weed wrappers correctly. So is she is she totally off? What happened? No, this was just an appeal he filed. Okay. So this okay. so this is this is the angle this lawyer's taking here. So yeah, one of the soldiers who ate a cupcake felt fine, collected about five wrappers and gave them to the chain of command. Um, military police officers who attended the scene obtained one of the wrappers from a soldier who got it from the dude who collected them and tested it for drugs. Test came back negative. But later was tested positive for tra- traces of THC. So the mystery unfolds. Hmm. They're appealing to get the charge thrown out. They might have a case, dog. They might have tampering a of evidence. Case. They don't fuck around she's, with. It. She's got like eighteen charges or something. If yeah, I remember, well, she's 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 not gonna face all eighteen. She's not then. gonna get convicted. She's of definitely gonna get some plea down at least, or like so a bunch dropped. Her court martial trial is set to begin on August third. In and now you can correct me in the pronunciation here in. Oromocto, New Brunswick. Dog, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you're you're gonna be there in six days. In yeah, that but product. I don't know where Oromocto is. I don't it's know. Probably like a military base town, probably like Trenton something or like something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, probably something like that. So uh, this saga continues to unfold. But for now, we're gonna we're gonna keep. I think this is an extremely important Canadian story. I do military too. weed, gross negligence of the justice system. It's Canadian from top to bottom. Check mark about a female, you know, star. Yeah. Yeah, checks all the boxes. Checks all the boxes. We'll we'll revisit this. Okay, so like logically, let's let's say the whole justice system isn't isn't the thing in the moment here. Um okay. we don't have to deal with the technicalities of legal shit. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Okay. They've got evidence of THC on one of the rappers. So they got shit on her at least a little bit, right? Right. Okay. So my brain would say, even if we went through this and like pointing fingers, they're gonna get her on some sort of charge. Do you think she just mixed up trays? Do you think she was like making cupcakes and then was like, I'm going to make one just for you know, a little fun? Fucking possibly, and right? And was like, you know, put one here and then it was like suddenly half the, I don't know which one's which and then. Well, my thought is like, I don't know many people who would give weed brownies to people as they're firing rockets. Most people who oh, smoke you weed. Oh, to be completely out of your mind. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Most people wouldn't fucking do that. Now, that's not to say that there isn't that obviously like this bitch is crazy kind of thing, but like, I so, don't. I don't know if people like military stuff. They don't really fuck around with that kind of shit usually. Like, hey, let's. Uh, they fuck. Well, around. she's also like, like a commanding officer. That's like. Yeah. See, like how did I you, don't. Yeah. I, I I think it's a hell of a lot more likely that she made two trays kind of thing and then gave some out Mixed and then something made up. a fucking mistake yeah. somewhere or a couple got in by accident. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I could or maybe see that. she reused the wrappers or something. And was like, I'll make weed ones in this and then I'll just use them again. I just, I, I'm it just seems so fucking wild to me that like I don't think somebody would do that. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely like I'm interested in that trial like it's I like we know. talked about before like if i just gave you a weed brownie didn't tell you you'd be like that's kind of a dick move I'd you be didn't like, fucking tell me fucking annoying and we're yeah, just hanging you. out yeah 
We're not shooting rockets at our job. (laughs) Calibrating like coordinates for a mortar strike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to aim in that direction, but make sure not to hit all the people standing over there. But then again, we give people the benefit of the doubt all the time, and they turn out to be absolute fucking asshats. So I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe she was like, yo, fuck these people. Who fucking knows, dude? Who fucking knows? She just wanted to take the, you know, take out her unit. I don't I just. I don't know, I got I nothing either. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dog. That's such a wild one. Now, keeping in the realm of drugs, then. Uh, Vancouver. Sure. <laughs> known to be a little bit uh, lax on the. Uh, keeping it Canadian drug as control. well. Yeah, keeping yeah, it Canadian, Canadian as well, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows, and if you don't, Vancouver has a serious opiate crisis. Yes. A serious opiate crisis. Actually, uh, they just marked. This is off the top of my head here. Uh, a little while ago, they just marked like the five-year anniversary of announcing like a like a state of emergency in the regards to how many deaths oh. they're experiencing. Yeah. And in May, I believe, they just broke their own record for 170 uh, opiate-related deaths in a month. Whoa. Which broke the their December record from like 2016 or something. So like it's been going on for a while. Yikes. And most of the causes, it was like 119 out of those 170 were from fentanyl. Right. So okay. it's the the idea is that obviously we have a serious problem, but people are dying because there's way more fentanyl out in the streets yeah. right now. Yeah. So in an interesting fucking move here, uh, there's a group that's been put together. They're called the Vancouver Area Network of Drug Users, the VANDU, uh, along with the Drug Shit. User Liberation Front, the DULF, the D-U-L-F, and City Councilor Gene okay. Swanson have come together to distribute free drugs outside of the Vancouver Police Department. They were giving out... Uh, real gi- drugs? Real drugs, dog. They were giving out heroin, methamphetamine, and oxy, or like opiates, uh, and cocaine. <laughs> so they, the stuff they're all handing out is coming completely screened. Uh, it's called FTIR, spectrometry, and immunosary. Basically, it's they just they just test your drugs to see if there's any fentanyl, uh, any impurities, like any so fentanyl because, analogs. So, I'm sorry, the, the police there are so tired of laced fentanyl drugs that the police are like, we'll sell you pure shit. <laughs> Outside of our own door? The police are not involved. Oh. It's happening in front of the police station. It's a city council. Not involved, but like sanctioned? Not even sanctioned. More like we're just turning a blind eye. Oh, okay. One of those situations. Um... So the uh, here's a quote here from one of the guys, uh, Jeremy Calicum, the uh, the Dolph organizer, which is the Drug User Liberation Front, the people right. giving out the drugs. Right, right. He uh, he says the crisis is unbearable and it is ridiculous that we have to even put ourselves at risk to move forward with a common sense hard reduction principle. Oh, they're basically moving, what right. he's saying. He's like, it's ridiculous that I have to give out free drugs to people. Yeah. Because, but there's so many people dying that it's better for me to come and give you up to three and a half grams of each drug. So that's the point they're at in fighting it, where they're like, "We're just gonna fucking give it's you." It's more drugs. important to have clean drugs because you're gonna use, yeah, because you, exactly. How fucked up is that, bro? It's when the, it's the wire. It's the, it's the hamster dam. It's hamster dam. It's, it's exactly what the fuck it is, man. But it's, uh, I mean, it's the needle exchange to the next level. It just it's it doesn't it just kind of make you think that the inevitable is is you just sooner or later gonna have to legalize all this shit and sell clean shit to people and and have them show an ID and you know do all that shit like it's sooner or later you're just gonna have to get to that I really think it's one of those problems that we will never have an actual solution to it's always gonna be we're always gonna have to cater to to people with two brain cells because yeah well here I'll give you a great example okay so they've brought in needle free needle exchanges to Toronto um, there's one down by the Dundas Square area. There's one up at Eglinton Young area. We have them here in London Do as well. Do you have them here in yeah. London as well? Okay. So 
if you're a liberal left-leaning person, a lot of people don't like the idea of it, but the idea that, you know, the drug problem has gotten so bad, if we can help reduce some sort of harm, yeah, then maybe it's health. a net positive, yeah. right? I don't find many people who are like, it's fantastic. Most people are begrudgingly like, if it works, okay. Yeah. Or people are on the other side of like, that's a fucking terrible idea. Now, let me tell you something straight up. Uh, as being in someone who lives in Toronto now and is in those areas all the time, yeah. the second they put those needle exchange areas in, there are way more fucking heroin addicts in all the surrounding areas hanging out all the time, pass oh, yeah. the fuck out, oh. and just openly doing heroin in Dude, places. Dude, my, my mom lived right near the one in the downtown there for a bit, which oh, is not right, right next to Christ, the dude. square formerly known as Dundas, but yep. it, she, she lived right around there. And you're right, you're just, it's a totally normal area besides that. Like and but around the public health unit, it's like it's a fucking open season. It's like a shanty town. But like, and I'm a guy that was like uh, one of those earlier camps that I talked about, where I was like, if the needle exchange helps reduce some disease and death and stuff, then I'm for it. But like, I don't know, I'm a little whatever. But I'm telling you, man, after walking through the areas and shit, it's I definitely am like fuck this nonsense. And then it becomes the same issue that people have with homelessness. Hey, help the homeless. But just don't do it over here. Yeah. Do it where I can't see it. Yeah, like help them in some other neighborhood and ball. But I mean, like the needle exchange thing is a good idea. It's just also not good enough of an idea. It's yeah, a stop uh, that's gap. a great, like it's, great point. Like literally, great all point. you're doing is is addressing dirty needles. Which well, here's is the like next fucking step. One piece of there's the a whole bunch problem. of free heroin. Well, and yeah, fucking that's, <laughs> that's it. And it's like sooner or later you're just gonna have to get to the point where you're like, you should just be letting people sell this. And is that the Excuse me, is that the next step? Sure. The legalization, I guess? Yeah, why right? not? And use the tax money you get from the revenue to pay for programs. Here's the thing. So in Vancouver, Done. they I think they either talked about or they're trying to institute or they already have instituted trying to decriminalize it in regards to basic possession. I think they're in the talks yeah. of it. And this group came forward and was like, that's not enough. Like, that's not going to change anything. I have a thought, though. What's your thought? If you legalized all drugs, mm-hmm. then businesses would start selling them. But then in turn, because we're capitalists and everything is about maximization, wouldn't those companies then have the incentive to try to get They would have a vested interest to try to get people addicted to heroin. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Like like the fucking heroin MD or whatever company. I never thought of that, but you're so... The second you were like, what if? I'm like, oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Some company, dude, like weed, if you you buy stock in a weed (sighs) company. Yeah. Would you like a nice shot of... Heroin, <laughs> like imagine super, the commercials. I'm LeBron James, like super close up, <laughs> shiny needle points. Just like, aren't you looking for the best injections you can find? <laughs> you worked hard. Hey, I'm Lawrence Taylor. Smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked my, I smoked and snorted my way to a Hall of Fame career. Time NFL defensive Woo! player of the year. I was unstoppable. That's right. Yeah, we'll just get all like that guy who threw the perfect game while he was on cocaine and baseball. Like, yeah, let's get his ass in LSD, too. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Start there. Let's start with that. Let's start with legalized psychedelics first. Uh, hey, some places are starting. Hey, that's fine. Some places are starting. It's I used- want. I want. The, hey, look. Ten years ago, I spoke it into existence. I used to say, I want. I want to be able to buy weed. Uh, like literally the curtain that's sitting on the table over there. The, the like, I want the like a pack. cigarettes, yep. Yeah, like the weed, cigarette though. style packs of like, yo, pick up just, I have 10 perfectly rolled. I want 10 years from now to be able to, at the end of the day, just grab yourself, just grab yourself a sheet. 
Come home, do some LSD. <laughs> Grab chill. yourself a sheet, baby. <laughs> what are you up tonight? Uh, getting a pack of joints, a uh, six pack, and uh, a sheet of LSD. And I'm going to have a great weekend. Interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah. Let me know your theory on advanced thermodynamics in regards I to will. how your butt touches the couch. Let me do some LSD. Let me write that theory, and I'll get right back to you as soon as I can. Um. <laughs> oh, Mark jumped out of his window on Saturday. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> You can only do extreme drugs if you live in a ground floor apartment. Yeah, and guess what? It is known. You're in one. Oh, excellent. This is a ground floor apartment. Next time I come, I'll bring the sheet of acid. Yes. Yes. Just wait, Just wait till everybody hears this podcast after we start dosing. Are we going to micro dose or are we going to regular dose? Oh. Are you trying to have a good time or are you trying to have a great time? Are we doing, yeah, like are we doing like douchebag Silicon Valley? Wait, are you want to have a good time or do you want to ask what is time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a deep question. I think it depends on my energy levels for the day. I think you know they're gonna spike. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really gonna be what I'm worried about, is it? At that point, no, no, not at all. Um, okay, let me give you some science. So, narcissists. A review of 437 studies of narcissism and, aggr- and aggression involving a total of over 123,000 participants found that narcissism is related to a 21% increase in aggression and an 18% increase in violence. The review found that individuals high in narcissism traits are especially aggressive when provoked, but are also aggressive when they aren't provoked. Study per- participants with high levels of narcissism showed high levels of physical aggression, Verbal aggression, spreading gossip, bullying others, and even displacing aggression against innocent bystanders. They attacked in both a hot-headed and a cold-blooded manner. Narcissism was related to aggression in males and females of all ages from both Western and Eastern countries. Interesting. It's interesting. So it doesn't discriminate. So anytime you see somebody who seems kind of self-obsessed... Watch the fuck out. So narcissism doesn't discriminate, but narcissists do. Yes. So is- <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly right. Narcissism is on the rise, and social media is very likely a contributing factor. Recent research found people who oh, posted definitely. large definitely. numbers of selfies on social media developed a 25% rise in narcissistic traits in only a four-month period. A 2019 survey by the smartphone company Honor. Who the fuck is that, by the way? No idea found that 85% of people are taking more pictures of themselves than ever before. In recent years, social media has largely evolved from keeping in touch with others into flaunting for attention. Just like us. Fucking A. Flaunting for attention. Give us your listens. That's right. Tell your friends. Make us make your whole life. Form your whole life around us every Thursday. So none of that is surprising. It's just nice to have some scientific data behind it. Have you ever met a narcissist? Like, that you're like, I, I bet I... I, I well, mean, we definitely sure run into I them have. probably in the working world for sure. Whoever met one, the the one that I think of is the guy we knew in college. Because I'm hundred percent, I already yeah hundred like serious narcissist, almost, like like narcissist in the sense of like proud to be one. Like like let's give a great example here. This this as a person pick, who pick like, whichever one you want. By the this way, this is we, the most frustrating. It's my go to example for this kind of shit of like people being entitled. One of our buddies, his mom, bought the house right. a brand new set of pots oh, and pans. Yeah. Some nice shit, but they're college kids, so she didn't spend like $1,000, but she got them some nice shit. Yeah. And within like having them for like two weeks, something really quick, this dude was scraping up the pan, the non-stick stuff with metal utensils. He was, no, no, he was, he was, 
I think I think the guy, our friend's mom got him it for Christmas and sent him back. And like the first week back, because they lived in a house of about five people, he, the, the narcissist in the story, put one of the pans on the stove and turned it on high to like preheat Oh, the is that what it was? Just left it. Okay. Right? Just like walked away. And like I've done that. I used to do that before years ago too, but people would be like, that's actually, that's how you damage your pants. It's not actually a smart way to, to do that. It's not the right way to, to use them. And yeah, our buddy whose pants they were, although they shared everything in that house. They were pretty like But still, they're his cool. technically. Technically his, but also technically like, yeah, use them, just be respectful, right? So the narcissist guy leaves it on the stove and then our buddy was like, found him and was like, dude, like, come on, what the fuck? And what is it? What did he say? His response was, why do you care? You didn't even fucking buy them. No, I think his... Yeah, I, dude. Wasn't it... Was Didn't he say, like, why do I care? They're oh, not actually, mine. yeah, that's it. Yeah, why do I care? They're like, not mine. Why do I care? And you didn't even mine. fucking buy Which them. Which is so ironic, because it's like, they're not yours, but you're fucking using them. Like... Yeah, dude, he, that guy was a fucking dickhead, He man. didn't tip... We ordered pizza one time, and we, like, you know, you, you order pizza with, like, six friends. Like, you gather bills every dollar you got who's got a 20 who's got a 10 you put all the bills together you make it up and then we were like working out a tip and i remember he said uh oh i don't tip people like that and we were like we had like a thing i don't even know maybe you weren't there but we were like what do you mean you don't tip the pizza guy i think i was there and he was like uh he was classic fucking he was like uh, i wouldn't tip somebody to do something that i could easily do myself and i was like well then get in the fucking car and go pick it up then it's like you fucking cunt the most the most satisfying moment for me ever in college was my roommate was on the same uh, sports team as him, and my roommate was a walk on, and this guy came all the way from a different place in Canada, was recruited specifically to play. Yeah, and my roommate took his job, <laughs> and it was just like, shut up, Joe. I good for you, buddy. <laughs> good for you, dude. Yeah, but I think we've joked about that guy before, and I, I I think every time we say it, like he's probably like senior vice president of some somewhere data sure. analytics for firm sure. or something like for sure. financial advisor or like something now like he's he's probably running the show yeah, thinks I'm a fucking loser even though his parents paid yeah. for everything in his life and he can't even fucking yeah, his handle whole his own life. baby ass emotions his fucking cokehead too oh, <laughs> I'll dime that out for sure oh, big cokehead yeah. big cokehead surprise surprise he tried to beat the shit out of one of our friends one time because the girl he liked wasn't at the party that that, that, was, that was the only reason Literally, like, and 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 didn't like no provo- provocation. Like, was like, where's so and so? And some guy was like, I don't know. I think she left a little while ago. And he was like, like stormed across the room. And was like, fuck you. And they were like, try to strangle the fuck. Like, to fucking strangle him. You asked me a question. That was the final straw for me. Of like, I don't even acknowledge you anymore. But anyway, we're 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 random. You get piece of shit. But fucking a, ask the wrong question, get fucking choked. Funny enough, I was. Being the self-reflective person that I am, a couple yeah. months back, I had Googled, like, am I a narcissist? Because I was like, oh, I don't know, you do certain things. And then I realized immediately, and also from what I had read, that if you're asking the question, am I a narcissist, no, you are not a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> you like, are not a fucking narcissist. <sighs> Funny enough, my girlfriend saw that, like, it was just on my computer and was like, do you think I'm a narcissist or something? Oh, what the fuck is this? I and I laughed. I'm her, like, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> just reading it about myself. So this from this article, people high in narcissism tend to be bad relationship partners. They also tend to discriminate against others and be low in empathy. There you go. Check, 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 check. The review looked at the link between narcissism and aggression at the individual level. But the link also exists at a group level. Researchers found that, quote, collective narcissism or, quote, my group is superior to your group is related to intergroup aggression, especially when one's group, us, is threatened by an outgroup, them. 
Mm. So group dynamics of narcissism, mm. which I mean, just fucking spend five minutes on the Illegal internet these days. in Texas, you know, taking my jobs. There's you and me here right now, superior podcasters, looking down on the rest of you fucking plebs, frankly. Let's go look at the iTunes charts and we'll go to the newest and we'll just leave negative reviews on all of them. Be like, this is shit. Go listen to the fucking A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do anything about that. No, probably. Maybe but people, we get a really bad rep really fucking Oh, quickly. fuck yeah. People would be like, oh, fuck the fuck are you, these guys? Dude. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> anything for the success. Hey, any advertisement is good advertising. It's true. Any reputation is, is good reputation, which I think we've learned numerous times. Yeah, we've in our in our ad building brand seminars. Yeah, we have. We take a lot of those, right? We get a lot of... Uh, uh, I subscribe to nothing. I follow nothing on Instagram except uh, how-to podcasters. You know, like uh, how to build your band. How to build your brand. Build your band? How to build your band. I guess that's the same build your thing. band. Same thing. But your band is your brand. I think that's... I think you're right. Ask Bo Burnham. I think that's your brand is your band. <laughs> band is your brand. Ask Bo Burnham. <laughs> We're social. This podcast is a social... What is it? A social brand? No, it's fucking boho chic, dog. That's boho what this chic. Is. We're boho chic, baby. We are boho chic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most boho chic podcast out there. Did we agree? Did we say that boho meant bohemian? It has to. Right? It has to. And I, I really do think it's just a play on hobo chic, right? Hobo chic? It's just stepped up. We are boho chic. That's so our style. Podcast st- style. Boho chic. And it's it's supposed to be a play on hobo chic, is that it? I don't know. That's my fucking high ass brain thinking. Be like, I think you're onto success. I think if I well, think, think about it, bohemian chic would have to be like okay. So imagine bummy but nice. Exactly. You're imagining what boho chic is, right? Now you know hobo chic is that Kanye West style of like trying to look poor, wearing a shirt with holes over your Correct, nipples and stuff. Right. Yeah. So then boho chic would be the elevated version of the nipple free shirt so like ironic pants. hobo chic is boho yes, chic would be boho chic so but it's still like, stylish because it's, it's okay made by you wear like a, a trash bag but it's hemmed nicely no that's too much that would be hobo chic more like a like a rug oh yeah it's a repurposed rug turned Correct. into a cardigan into a shirt. exactly right. exactly exactly boho chic that's bo that's boho chic dog <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. This has been episode 42 of the fucking A podcast. Is it? Has it been an hour already? It has. Holy fuck, man. I think. I like this person. I'm not sure, I don't care. but just I think. 40 minutes will give you 40. If yeah, it's not, we'll be a half hour ge- break and we're doing another show, so we'll don't worry. We'll so. give you some of the pregame talk. Yeah, before. we've given you longer episodes repeatedly recently, so frankly, you know, you guys should be thankful that we... <laughs> Sorry, am I a narcissist? I was say, a go on a rant. Go on a narcissist. I just rant. told you this is a superior podcast, and superior podcasters with a superior show looking down on others. As Boho you, chic. As you drink a Mad Tom, three forty two. I'm actually Sunday. drinking a beer right now that has a guy who I mean is the embodiment of Boho chic. Oof! Look at that mustache. I know, right? It's cl- that's class. And he's got these mutton chops going on the side, too, so he's got to put a lot of razor time in there just on his lower chin. Okay, if a guy has mutton chops, unless he has a pompadour, I'm scared of him. That's a hard motherfucker, usually. A 
unless he has a pompadour. Yeah, because if he has mutton chops and a pompadour, I'm like, ah, oh, you're just dressing like a guy from the 60s. But if you're a 2020 person and you have like serious hard mutton chops, you're probably a hard motherfucker. What if you have a pompadour? Is this like some like sort of greaser like yeah, it's outsider one of like the, sort of thing? Like uh, look up what a pompadour is and you'll know exactly. Oh, what I know what it is. I'm yeah. just I'm just imagining. That's like, what I'm saying. You're just like, oh, your aesthetic is the 60s leather guy. But I don't think those guys ever had mutton chops. I think they were always clean baby face with the pompadour. They didn't believe in facial hair. They I just believed know. in hair combs and a lot of like... I'm ignorant. What can I say? Yeah. I never drank malt shakes and... You fucking... For you, never took, you never took your sweet gal out for a malt? I've never been to a place where I've been served by a, a woman with big breasts and roller skates. That's... No. Uh, well, hey, you ain't living. <laughs> this has been the 42nd episode. Who am I again? Uh, I'm a wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing tube man. Correct, and, and I'm you, Slurms McKenzie. You are Slurms McKenzie. Well, what's, what's it? <laughs> wham, wham, wazzle. <laughs> 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 oh, I apologize for people who never understand our references. Uh, but we want to thank you for joining us for this 42nd F and F and F and Sode. Welcome to 42nd F and Sode. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This is how magic gets made. Brand. Accidents <laughs> of history. Uh, come back for episode 43. Please tell a friend uh, if you enjoy this show. Uh, you can subscribe to it. You can leave it a rating or a review and all that pandering, narcissistic bullshit that drives our content community. That we unfortunately just have to say at the end. Yeah, we of have to episode. say it. Otherwise, you might never do it. And even when we say it, you probably won't do it anyway. And that's okay. Because we believe in individual liberty here. Yeah. Let me wear my basketball Freedom shorts warriors. in public in peace, okay? That's right. Stop coming at me. Now, if you excuse me, I have a Lego set of the United States Capitol to finish building. Blow up. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> take out into my backyard and blow up with firecrackers. Is that what these guys do? <laughs> uh, email the podcast, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Any stories, comments, concerns? Uh, listeners in India who want to tell us um, something about where they're from and, uh, you know, Give us the uh, give us a lowdown on your local community. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. Matt, you have a thought. I was gonna say email us on your long train rides. You know, there you go. When you're hanging out the side. Did you see that car. by the way in person? I was able to read your social cue that you wanted to speak. I know it's great, isn't it? I know it's that's great. fucking incredible. It's fucking great. Don't worry, folks. We have a few more episodes coming of us in person of this high quality, and then it's back to the usual Zoom bullshit that we're all used to. <sighs> such is life. Is such is yes life. Life, life hard, then life die. Hard. Life hard, then die. <laughs> the reflections on 30 years alive for me. Live life hard, soon die. Cue the music. Cue the music. Go to bed at night with a dream. But now I'm turning 30. No. I used to be the young one. Got used to meeting people who weren't used to meeting someone who was born in 1990. No. Yeah, I was born in 1990. Now I'm turning 30. God, God damn it. I'm turning 30. When he was 27, my granddad fought in Vietnam. When I was 27, I built a birdhouse with my mom. Oh, fuck. Oh, how am I 30? I used to make fun of the boomers in retro.
retrospect a bit too much Now all these fucking Zoomers are telling me that I'm out of touch Oh yeah? Well your fucking phones are poisoning your minds, okay? So when you develop a disassociative mental disorder in your late 20s Don't come crawling back to me uh, Turning 30, I'm turning 30 and now my stupid friends are having stupid children. 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 And now my stupid friends are having stupid children. My stupid friends are having stupid children. My stupid friends are having stupid children. 